Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Pat Bradley in the Zone is brought to you by River City Flooring. Bradley off the screen for three. Is he going to miss? He's been terrific in this first half. River City Flooring. The only thing better than their selection is their service. Visit RiverCityFlooringInc.com. RiverCityFlooringInc.com. Oh, PB, I woke up this morning in tears. You know, I'm already missing you so much. Please come back. Ah, the big guy. Boy, do we have a good time. We sure did. The queue was so great. It really was. Man, those, everybody was so generous. The, all the teams with the sampling, um, and it lasted all, all day. Mm-hmm. You know, usually you feel like if you don't get there yeah. early enough, you're not going to get good samples, but there was folks... Uh, putting out food up until the end. I Fantastic warn, time. Yeah, I warn our listeners, just because I don't want people to be disappointed when they pay their 10 bucks, that they should get there by 2 o'clock, typically, is what I would say. But you're right. There were great samples out until the very bitter end there. Yeah. It was fantastic. And so we got plenty to eat. Most of us got plenty to drink as well, although some people came up a little bit short in the liquid department. And uh, for those who missed it, there was a Watergate scandal over the weekend. And Pat Bradley, who, uh, you know, is a hardworking blue-collar broadcaster, went to the local convenience store and picked himself up three big bottles of smart water because we're all trying to improve where we can. And Pat brought him to Buzzbecue. And after he drank the first one, he said, I'm going to go put these in the uh, big cooler tub over in the VIP slash judging area. And I will tell you this, Pat, when you said that, I thought, I don't know if that's a great idea. But he's like, don't worry about it. Yep. I, put, I put my name on it. Right? <laughs> so he wrote Pat right there on the list. Well, that's what I did. You know, I'm trying to keep my pH. But, you know, the, the older we get, yeah. you know what I mean? Our levels, our acidity, are, you know, so my pH balance, I'm trying to get the best of the best. When I have time. Now, listen, you know, anytime you can put something good, we can put some good enough bodies. we got to take advantage of it. Because yeah. there's so much filth that comes in and filth that comes out. Somebody, so I'm trying to be on the good yeah, somebody's obviously been reading Tom Brady's book too much, but that's fine. Look, you're right. You might as right. well get your gains where you can. So uh, it turns out Pat goes and gets a second one, fine and dandy. Then he goes back to get bottle number three. And uh, lo and behold, it's nowhere to be found. Turns out story gets passed along that John Neighbors of yeah. our staff has made off with the smart water on his way out. Yep. That's a pretty dumb yep. move, I would say. Uh, so today he was called on the carpet by the morning guys, and they served as judge and jury. And I think that it basically was uh, a no contest and that he couldn't admit mm. that he didn't break the rule or the law, but that it was unintentional. And he said he was uh, three-fourths of the way through the bottle, Pat, before he discovered your your n- initials on the bottle. He said he never saw before that. Do you believe this? Let me ask you. Let okay. me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. You and I have you and I have have stayed together, right? We have slept in the same room together, have we not? We have. What about bed? We have. We have. It's none of your business. Um. <laughs> so let's just, and this is just a, like an analogy, one of those analogies. Let's just say, me and you, we wake up and we're kind of scrambling, trying to get. Get uh, get our stuff together, and you know we're getting we're getting dressed, and you grab you know you're getting dressed, and quickly, and then you look, 
and you see my initials on your underwear because you know I always put my initials on everything, my underwear, and it's true you do um, my my smart waters. Would you just wear them and act like nothing ever happened, or would you say, "Oh, PB, I accidentally grabbed your underwear and put them on"? Yeah. Here's the thing, I don't mind. I want John Neighbors to be as hydrated as the next fella. You know I'm all about hydration, hydration nation. It's very, very good for you. But how do you, and I was actually wanting someone to make fun of me for putting my name on the water, on the smart water. But even this, I wanted to get credit for keeping him hydrated as he left Busby, uh, Busby Q, which was hot, sweaty, and left to go play golf. I was hoping to get a little credit to say, hey, I drank your water. I mean, at no point in time, do you think? So if you ate or drank something of mine, would you say, oh, by the way, PB, man, I didn't see your name. I popped the top, took some swigs, and then I saw it. Yeah. It just went poof. Here's what I don't no, get. Am I making any sense? Well, no, you are. I mean, the, the underwear analogy was maybe a little lost to me, but I see where you're headed there. The point is this. Okay. The point is this. If you come up to a bin and there's 100 waters in there and there's only one smart water, don't you think something's up? Don't you think there might be a story behind that particular water? Wouldn't you give it a good inspection like, hmm, did somebody bring this from home and refill it and throw it in the bin or something? I would have thought something was weird about it. We had 100 perfectly good Sonic waters. Thank you, Sonic. They're much more than just tater tots, it turns out. Their water was delicious. And I would have thought, man, this is a little weird. There's a smart water in here. It's the only one. Right. I really, because that obviously, you know, that was the first thing I thought. And I would have loved, loved, and I'm going to join the the fella, so we'll get to the bottom of it. I would have loved to know what went through his mind when he was like, wow, I got the only smart water, the Willy Wonka tickets of water in this one tub? (laughs) Wow, what a day. (laughs) But it was a very weird I'm glad because he enjoyed it. I hope he didn't waste it. I hope he it drank all of it and uh, on that ride up to Fayetteville. Well, I'm happy for him. Apparently, he needs more smart water. He has every intention of making it right with you after being called out. So we'll see what he decides to do. Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I think I mean, a ca- what could he do? I think a case of water, that's what it was suggested, and I think he's going to make it right with a case of water. That would make it right, wouldn't it? That would be fine. Hey, but it was that water. See, I'm not thirsty. I'm not thirsty anymore. I was thirsty on Saturday. <laughs> I gotcha. Well, I'm glad you survived and you didn't dehydrate and you made it all the way back home. Very true. Very okay, true. so let's talk some sports. Um, I, before we talk about actual basketball, I want to talk about the incident that uh, was uh, ancillary to the Suns and Mavericks game. And some young butthole was talking trash, apparently to Chris Paul's mother and wife. And it's Mother's Day weekend. All the more reason you can't do that. <laughs> Uh, it was Mother's Day, actually. Mm-hmm. It was yesterday mm-hmm. when this went down. And they escorted this yeah. idiot from the uh, the arena. I mean, and the kid was like, and then Chris Paul's like, I'm going to catch you later. And I'm like, he's a child, Chris. You can't beat up a kid. I mean, as much as he deserves it, maybe. Where was his mother? She was helping get him out of the building, it looked like. Smack <laughs> your kid in the head. Why are you letting him trash talk or lay hands on Chris Paul's family? I will never understand the thinking here. Here's what I would do. I'm a Dallas kid in a Dallas Mavericks jersey 
with my team beating the hell out of Phoenix, and I see Chris Paul's wife, and I see Chris Paul's mother, and I'd say, ladies, I hope you're having a wonderful time here in North Texas. Hope you're having a great stay, and uh, I have a lot of admiration for your husband and son. He has been a great, great contributor to the NBA for a long time, and I really appreciate how about showing the family? Here's the thing. You can be a jerk to his family, or you can be nice to his family. It's not going to impact the outcome of the game. It's just going to impact whether or not Chris Paul tries to run you down the parking lot and beat your – anyway. I don't understand the thinking wow. there at all. Don't you want Chris Paul's wife to go home? Well, you know what? Those Dallas fans are so sweet and pleasant. <laughs> Is there a video of the incident? I, like, I saw the video uh-uh. of the kid getting kicked out. That's all I saw. I didn't see it. I just know the accusations, and I didn't get any commentary from Paul about it. But I do know this. Charles Barkley talked about it. And listen, Charles, Pat, what have you always said? Who can tell the truth? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kids, old people, and Charles Barkley. That's it. Those are the three. Charles Barkley's spitting truth here. Now, listen, I think a lot of people have probably felt this way. And, Pat, I want you to think about some of your anecdotal information you can pass along from horrible experiences that you and your family have suffered over the years in places <laughs> like Starkville, Mississippi, and Oxford, Mississippi, <laughs> and anywhere else in Mississippi. We've all had bad situations over there. Here's Charles Barkley on that kind of situation. And look, Charles threw a dude through a window one time at a bar. Maybe. His take, his take is a little bit different, but he did get in trouble for it. I've always said, if, hey, we could put an end to all this stuff. Some of this stuff these fans say, let's take them right down to center court for five minutes. <laughs> I've always said that. Some of the crap they said to you, hey, just give me five minutes to send a court with him and to say, you ain't going to press no charges. Nobody going to get it. No, and no, ain't nobody going to be sued civilly. Say what you just said to me right to my face right here for these five minutes. And I'm going to beat your ass, beat the hell out of you. It would, it would take you five minutes? <laughs> oh, no, I'm going to take my time. I'm not going to beat him up quickly. I'm going to jab him a little bit. Then I'm going to lay the haymakers on the ass. Well, obviously, I hear you, uh, Foreman. <laughs> Charles Foreman. In a real world, in a real society. I don't. Here's the thing. It's fine. If you want to talk trash to me like an idiot, again, I don't understand the, uh, the, the, the thinking behind mistreating players that you're paying money to see. I'll keep beating this drum until I'm dead. I do not understand. It is idiotic. You want to boo a guy? I don't like booing, but it's fine. You want to root against the guy? Absolutely. That's your job. You want to root real loud for your team? Great. If you want to go, hey, Chris Paul missed that free throw, that's fine. But you cross a significant line when you go after a dude's family, especially his wife and mother. Those are two sacred people to him, okay? It's not like his brother is at the game. Now, Les, you go to a Kansas City game and Patrick Mahomes' brother's sitting you, you could say whatever you want to him as far as I'm concerned, but you're lucky you didn't get beat up by a fellow Mavericks fan for mistreating or disrespecting two women who don't deserve it. It's a nonsense. Anyway, that kid's mother should have taught him better. I hope she slapped him upside the head on the way out the door. Some Mother's Day present. How embarrassing. Well, okay. So I guess I'm going to have to play devil's advocate, right? Go ahead, Satan. Okay. So we have seen incidents over and over and over and over and over in the last, I don't know, five to ten years because of cell phone videos. And what we always get is a small snippet, usually – Usually, we get the end of the incident of the small snippet of what happened. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm looking at it. It looks like those those fans are packed in like sardines. And I, I know you've been to a game. Matter of fact, you talk about the game you went to up in Fayetteville football where you had a drunk guy that 
was probably breathing all over you and, and doing all kinds of crazy things. So now if you want to talk about there's there's bumping, I mean, these, these fans are packed in. So I don't know when it's, quote, unquote, hands were put on somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, who knows what happened? Okay? And so that's why I think I, I can remember an incident, did tons of them, where it did not actually um, end up being what it was. What did what did the kids say? Do we know? I don't know that. Did did do we know it was directed at his mother and his wife? Do well, we know that for sure? I do know that they got escorted out, so I gotta think that there was That's someone... all we know. Yeah, they're right. But I mean I'm gonna say but that ju- Yeah. Okay, the wrong remember the uh Malice in the Palace? Yeah. The guy who started it didn't even get punched. <laughs> another another poor sucker got punched. So what I'm saying is this kid could have done everything everyone's accusing of him. Mm-hmm. Or he could have maybe not done everything that everyone's accusing him of. Maybe he said, you, who knows? All I'm saying is, mm-hmm. all I'm saying is there is an overall uh, story that people like to lock on here. And, and it is. I mean, it's something to talk about. And then it brings in the whole conversation of what Charles Barkley said, which, Chuck, I, I, I mean, why did – well, here's my thing. Here's Why my... did he even waste his time on TNT making that comment? Like he really thinks they're going to come to half court, and he's and he's going to no. Box he doesn't think so. Half court. No, but I think he feels like you know people who will say stuff to you knowing that they're protected as a fan. You know, it's frustrating. And and again, I don't think he means it literally, but maybe he does because he's Charles. But do you know how long that stuff's been going on? Justin? For, forever, forever from the beginning Since of the time. Since the gladiators no were in. In, in, in the in the Coliseum. And frankly, trash talking a dude who's about to be eaten by a lion, I think is rude, frankly, <laughs> but that's a whole other deal, not to mention his poor wife up there in the uh, Coliseum but, stands. But so, if you're trash talking a dude that's fighting a lion, yeah. you got some guts. Listen, Chris Paul is a little bit dramatic generally. However, the source familiar with the situation says they felt very unsafe. Now, I'm going to guess, Pat, that this is mm-hmm. not the first time that Chris Paul's family has been to an opposing arena before, even during a playoff wait, game. Wait, so let me ask you this. I don't mean to, like, cut you off, but Go ahead. You're, you want me to believe mm-hmm. that kid, right, with the floppy hair, put his hands on Chris Paul's mother. That's what you're trying to make me well, believe? His, his wife, I believe, actually said she was pushed. So that kid put his hands on Chris Paul's wife? Mm-hmm. No, is that what happened? I'm asking because I don't know. The story says that she was pushed... His mother and wife and two children watched the game in seats close behind the bench. Mother had hands put on her. Wife was pushed. A source familiar with the situation tells ESPN. And Paul's children were there to witness it. Okay, so why isn't anybody pressing charges against that for the person who put hands? Because that's physical assault. I don't think that rises to the level of a criminal charge, but it does rise to the level of being escorted from the arena because it's completely unnecessary. No, that's physical assault because... What happened last year, Boston Celtics game, there was a fan who threw a water bottle that didn't hit anybody, mm-hmm. and he threw it in the direction of Kyrie Irving. Mm-hmm. Didn't hit anybody. Yeah, He was prosecuted for attempted – I think they tried to charge him with a felony. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is that if you want to stop it, well, if you want to stop incidences like this, yeah. when somebody physically assaults a player's mother and wife, yeah. you should press charges. Well, it, if you had, 
Pat, it's been 12 hours, so let's let's see what plays out. I wouldn't say that this is over with for sure. We'll see what the story is. And, and I'd like and what I'm saying is maybe the kid will come out and say it wasn't me, or I didn't do it, or that never happened. That's fine. I'll listen to that. There's videotape everywhere in that arena. All yeah. I'm saying is, A, he did it, press charges, or B, he didn't do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a pretty night and day situation to me. And if he did it, ban him from every arena, and the NBA has from now until the end of eternity. And and you know what? Teach him a lesson. Yeah. Whether you whether you make him, I don't know what you can do. I don't know if he's underage. But oh, not, but I'm saying everybody isn't that the proper response? You can't you can't no. assault somebody. Uh, yeah, no, I public, agree. Can you? No, I agree. But I don't know that banning him for life is necessary. But maybe a five year ban is appropriate. But let's see what plays out. We'll have probably some more information here in the next two, day or two. We'll see what shakes out there. But. Uh, but again, I think you can say whatever you want to a player, even though you're a total loser. If you're trash talking an opposing player that you came, but don't you to think watch. there's levels? Don't you think sure, there's absolutely? Levels but of you, trash you get, talk. again, you don't need to trash talk somebody else's mother, ever. What if she? No. I, and we just don't know anything about that. That's the thing. We don't know what the That's Pauls what were doing. We Maybe hop his on, wife Wes. and his mom starts on. yelling at the kid, and you're yelling at his mom. Won't you shut that brat up? You know, can't you control <laughs> your kid? And so then that it just starts going and gets sure. out of hand. And I just don't maybe think the, the mom comes up and she's in his fa- mom's face, and he's like, "Oh, hey, hold on, back up, back up," and he puts his hands on her to tell her to back up. Get I'm out not, of my mom's face. I know somebody who's had the most experience in this scenario. I'm positive of this. I'm quite sure of it. 100 percent is Chris Paul's wife and mother have had a lot more experience going to playoff games and being in heated environments than this kid has because he hasn't been alive that long. And his mother probably hasn't been in that many environments like this either. So I'm guessing that it's probably hard because they have to go in as a family member. Pat, I'm sure your parents did. you got to go in as a family member when you're walking into an opposing arena, and there has to be a line significantly crossed for you to actually respond. They should be able to say whatever they want for think. the most part. And these people are, are experienced in this regard. So and Chris Paul's very I, experienced too, but he's telling the kid, I'll see you. I'll see you later. Well, but I again, mean, how stupid all... is that? No, 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 no. I'll see you. No, 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 no. I don't mind that at all. No. If if your wife was assaulted or pushed, or she she comes to you and says, Wes, this guy laid hands on me. He pushed me. You would respond the same way. Not to a 15-year-old kid, no. Well, Listen, you guys. That's silly. I concur. But but here's here's what is silly. We don't know if that happened. True. Like, we're jumping to a conclusion that it's a... Again, nobody, nobody saw it. I'm not trying to kill the kid here. I'm just saying if it's accurate. And the stories, again, I think that they've been in this situation enough where they're not going to blow it out of proportion. They've got to have gone to a lot of road playoff games. I think happened. Sure, tell since me. We're, since we're throwing out hypotheticals. Listen, if there's one thing I'll tell you about Pat, his crazy theories have <laughs> oftentimes come true. He is the one that told us that uh, Patino got his uh, strength coach to marry the girl that he had hooked up with in the Italian restaurant to cover himself, and it turned out to be true. Yeah, That's yeah. a crazy so, thought. All right, so I'll, she could travel with the team, and he wouldn't, and Patino would get caught hooking up with her. I'll listen I to think you. what happened was because they're packed in like sardines and because if one person moves a foot to the left – he bumps into the other person, and it's like the domino effect. I think he might have, the kid might have gotten been yelling over the top of whoever was in the row in front of him. Mm-hmm. Maybe that was Paul's family. Maybe his family was two rows in front. And what happened is the kid's yelling at somebody on the court. He probably is bumping into the person in front of him, who then probably bumps into the Paul family. And that's when you say, well, somebody pushed me. Well, I didn't push it. Well, it, I mean, you packed in like sardines. Yeah. So I can see something like that happen more of a, what do they call that effect? Like a like a bump in a bump effect or a, a trickle down? I don't know. But anyway, I don't think somebody looked at Chris Paul's mother and wife and pushed them. Hmm. 
I don't think anybody would do that in America. I may be wrong. You might be. Wes knows the Dallas Mavericks fans well that I do. Do they push women and children? Maybe they do. <laughs> Maybe they do. It's in the handbook. It's in the handbook. And I mean, if a kid did it, you know what to do? Hang him by his ankles from the scoreboard, <laughs> and we'll throw basketballs at his head. Uh, maybe so. Uh, Mavericks, by the way, even the series at two apiece, I love the way the Mavericks are playing right now, and uh, if Brunson gives them anything, look out. Luka didn't have to have a triple-double yesterday for them to win. Also, the Sixers in the one series. I just can't get into the series. I'm sorry. I don't care, but it's 2-2. It's a good series. They locked it up with the Heat yesterday. Tonight, we got Celtics and Bucks. Pat, your Celtics lost a heartbreaker Saturday. We watched it together on your phone. And uh, they're still within 2-1. And here's the weird thing. Tonight, Milwaukee, Milwaukee's a one-point home favorite mm-hmm. is all. What do you really? think? Yeah. I think, honestly, and you know I never would lie to you guys. Um, I, I, at some point, the Chris Middleton factor, whether, you know, just wearing down or so much on, on Giannis to have to perform, and, and I know he hasn't had some of his best games, but that's got to come into play, right? I mean, Jalen Brown can't stink it up the whole time, or, or I'm going to go, and I'm going to heckle him. You should. You should. And then his mother can uh, claim that you pushed yeah. her and you get thrown out. Uh, that is maybe the, that'll, yeah, get ten, going. Tonight on TNT, 630, 9 o'clock, the uh, Grizzlies are at the Warriors, and that series looks like a total mismatch after the other night. We'll see. And now John Morant's out tonight, so no chance for the Grizzlies. What's the line, 27? 10 and a 10 half. 10 and a half, not enough, not enough. That's crazy. Talk. I'm thirsty, guys. I am thirsty. Well, listen, we're going to send you I smart water. Some water. If I was smart, we'd get to the break five minutes ago, but I enjoyed the debate, my Woo! friend. All right. Love you, boys. Hey, buddy, listen, Watergate has been settled. We know who the guilty no. party is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Maverick Gate is still <laughs> up for debate. We'll see. But I appreciate the time, and thanks to our friends at River City Flooring.